Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Ladies and gentlemen, hello and shoes off if you love Fightful Select because this is the 205 Live NXT NXT UK recap show. Usually that is uh, available on Fightful Select dot com but tonight is offered to you as a free preview of the premium service of, of fightful.com where you already know about fightful of course and perhaps you don't know about fightful select first and foremost perhaps you don't know exactly who i am i'm mr warren hayes i do stuff here sometimes but i mostly do things over on fightful select i do this 205 live nxt nxt uk recap every week every wednesday after the evening broadcast for us on, uh, on on the North American continent around uh, 10, 10, uh, 10 p.m. Eastern. And, and, and since it's WrestleMania week, we have decided to offer to you this preview of what you can get of all the extra content you can get over on FightfulSelect.com because you know on Fightful you get all the scoopsies, you get all the news, but then over on Select you get a bunch, a ton, a, a, a boatload of extra content like podcasts like the one i do here you have sean sean ross sap who does he already does like seven podcasts a week well he does even more on fightful select he does the uh the uh, the uh, fightful report every wednesday you have steven jensen who does the weekender podcast where he covers all things that have uh, that have nothing to do with wwe um we have uh the, we have q a sessions as well that sean uh, sets up Monthly retro reviews that I do with uh, with Sean. Those are a lot of fun. Uh, dark match commentary and and there's news previews for members only. And the greatest thing is the most spectacular. The one thing that will probably blow your mind the minute I tell you right here how much it costs to start to get in entry level. It's five dollars a month. Five bucks. Come on. And that goes directly to uh, supporting the good, good, fine, fine work of everyone at Fightful. Not just the Fightful Select guys. Everyone. Everyone. Including Alex Pulowski. We even support Alex. <laughs> uh, so there you go. So, um, and, and I do these live, by the way. I do these live every Wednesday, just like tonight. We've got a whole, we've got. Uh, a few more people than usual in the chat tonight because the show is is up for free. It's available over on Fightful. And I'm glad everyone is here. I want to give a shout out to Tim who uh, just uh, gave a, a donation, a $5 donation, a super chat. I want to thank you for that, Tim. Uh, and there's a whole bunch of people here uh, on the uh, – there's a whole bunch of people here tonight. So that's a lot of fun. So we're ready. We're, we're ready to go. We're ready to, to talk about – in my opinion, I say this often on the show, in my humble opinion, the three top hours of WWE pro programming every week, they happen on, well, on Tuesdays and Wednesdays now, on Tuesdays with uh, 205 Live, the NXT, NXT UK, great stuff happening, uh, go home shows in uh, for all three programs because we're heading into WrestleMania slash TakeOver Weekend. And even NXT's in, uh, UK is involved here. So, but let the uh, let, one thing at a time. One thing at a time, folks. Let's um, let's get to it here, and uh, we'll start by talking about two hundred five live that opened up uh, this evening with a uh, 
Um, we started off tonight with a uh, a showing from uh, Callisto because, of course, you know, an episode of Two Hundred Five Live isn't a real episode of Two Hundred Five Live if it doesn't start with the Lucha House Party. Am I right? Only this time, instead of Callisto, this is apparently a new thing. They started uh, giving a live mic to the Lucha House Party. I think it started last week, if I'm not mistaken. This week, they gave it to Lindsay, and he's getting the crowd hyped up. They do their new their new pose. They do like a, like a Lucha House Party pose. It was just kind of like, you know, Power Rangers thing together. So they get the crowd all hyped up because we're we're starting off a match. We're starting off with Kalisto versus the newest member of the 205 Live roster, Oni Lorkin. I'm a big Loni Orkin. I'm a big Oni Lorkin guy. I really, really like him. Um, I hope he does well in 205 Live because I'm going to miss Lorkin and Birch on NXT. I'm going to tell you that much. Uh, Lindsay has a mic and gets the crowd hyped up, uh, like I said, but Lorkin, as the, when the bell rings, Lorkin gets right into it and he goes straight after Kalisto with a European uppercut and rams Kalisto into the turnbuckle. Uh, he, uh, hits a, he hits a suplex and into a pin covering Kalisto who kicks out at two. Uh, he goes immediately very soon in the match for his half and half suplex, but it's blocked. And um, and Kalisto arm drags through it. Uh, Kalisto then rolls up Oni uh, into a pinning combination, but Oni it gets two. Kalisto has a misstep on the uh, springboard arm drag. He sort of uh, tries to do this bouncy thing. I, I I don't even know if he's done it properly since he's tried doing it. You know where he 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 basically wrist, he wrist locks a guy and he tries to walk the ropes and bounce off the second onto the third and then back on the second. I, like I don't know exactly what he what he's trying to do but it seems to me he's been failing it quite a bit and tonight well it was particularly it was particularly uh uh whiffed this is the word i was looking for <laughs> um so he misses that but uh, it's, uh still nonetheless only lorkin uh rolls out to the outside uh, of the ring uh Kalisto follows up with a basement drop kick uh, back in the ring, hits a springboard crossbody, covers Oni, but only gets two. Lorkin uh, dumps uh, Kalisto over the top rope to the outside, uh, follows him uh, follows him to the floor. Lorkin then hits a chop, throws Kalisto into the barricade. And then something that you don't see very often on 205 Live, the match gets interrupted for a backstage, for backstage happenings. That's something that I'm not familiar with that. I was taken by surprise. It was like, you know, kind of like, uh, you know, Mandy Moore shocked in a hotel room. She, uh, not she, but we cut backstage to see Buddy Murphy arriving. He, he's mad and he's looking for Tony Nice because Tony Nice blindsided him last week uh, while he was at the performance center in Orlando. So he's, uh, he didn't take it. Uh, he's taken it to heart. Let's put it that way. He wants a measure of revenge. But then we cut back to the ring. Um, we, we um, I lost my space. Hang on a second. I'm sorry. I completely lost my spot on my notes. This is dumb. There we go. Okay. We're uh, okay, we're good, we're good, we're good, we're good. So, um I apologize for that. I completely lost my spot. Uh while Oni was um was uh so in the meantime, while we were seeing Buddy arriving, Oni has uh, Kalisto in a waist lock. There's some groundwork that follows. Kalisto uh flips out of the uh of the uh waist lock and fumbles um, trying to fall back on his feet. Kalisto wasn't having his best. This wasn't his best showing tonight. This was like um, we were going back to Bocce Kalisto here. Uh, didn't didn't look really good throughout this match. Um, he uh, runs into Oni Lorkin, but eats a boot and a clothesline to the back. Lorkin covers him for two. He whips him into the ropes, eats a knee, covers him again, but only gets two. 
Kalisto tries to fight out of a chin lock, but uh, Lorcan keeps driving him back down to the mat. Finally, uh, Kalisto does eventually fight out of uh, of the uh, of the lock. He kicks uh, Lorcan spring springboard corkscrew uh, body pro- uh, slam body flying body flying crossbody super kick follows um, and uh, Lorcan hits the half and half on Kalisto, but he lands on his feet. Oni's up on the apron. He's a big kick to the face. Kalisto goes for a rana, probably. Maybe a snap Rana because it was sort of between the uh, second and third ropes, but he completely whiffs that as well. Like I said, it wasn't good. It wasn't a good evening for Kalisto here. Kalisto tries to hit the Selena del Sol, but he took a little too much time and instead allows Lorcan a little time to recuperate and hit a European uppercut. He tries the half and half again on the apron, but Kalisto fights out of it. It's a super kick. Does the Selena Del Sol on the apron. Got to admit it was pretty cool, but he did hesitate a bit. You know, probably felt a little shaken, wanted to make sure that the move connected properly. It was a bit of a hesitation, but it still connected. And it looked good. He drags uh, Lorcan back into the ring, covers him, but only gets two. Kalisto then goes up to the top rope. Some shenanigans ensue. It ends with the Kalisto hitting uh, or going for a 450, but, l- excuse me, Oni lifts his knees, and then he hits the half-and-half half suplex, which connects nice and proper, covers Kalisto for the win. We're definitely setting up uh, um, a uh, Cedric Alexander and Oni Lorcan. So Lorcan has to look, look good. I like, I like Oni Lorcan, and the prospect of uh, Lorcan and Alexander going at it Again, I would be uh, I would be completely fine with that, one hundred percent fine. Ah. Hope everyone's enjoying the chat tonight. I want to thank everyone for dropping by, taking a look at this free preview of Fightful. Fightful Select. It's good. We go. We cut back to uh, Drake Maverick, who's backstage, and he's with Cedric Alexander, who's wondering why he didn't get his match with Only Lorcan. And you know, it's because Drake noticed that over the past couple of weeks, he's had some hard hitting matches, and he's he's concerned. He's concerned about uh, about Cedric Alexander's well being, so that's why he's not getting a match. He's concerned about his his health and his well being. So take that, John Oliver. Tony Nice then is backstage talking about uh, Buddy Murphy and the match at WrestleMania, but Murphy blindsides him. Exactly what happened last week. Murphy just takes him out and they brawl. They start brawling all over the backstage area. And what I think is what I, what I think is funny uh, as far as um, as far as two hundred five live goes is whenever whenever there's a, 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 a brawl or shenanigans that happen outside in the ring. Um, or outside the ring, I should say, like post-match, the fight. The officials, referees and officials are on them like that. You know, there's like, it's almost instantaneous. There's people running out to separate separate the wrestlers. You know, Drake Maverick established, you know, that he doesn't want his, his people getting injured over these fights. But here, they're backstage, literally, where the officials are. And there's no one to be seen. And they they brawl for a, a substantial amount of time. And it's only when they finally head out onto the ramp fighting with each other that the refs come out. <laughs> but this was it was a it was a fine brawl. It was a fun, it was a fun brawl. They, they were laying into each other, looked very intense. I'm looking forward to seeing this match at WrestleMania, of course. Of course. Who, who who isn't? I'm a I'm I'm a big fan of Tony Nese. I adore Buddy Murphy. It should be a fun one. Uh, and this segment ends, by the way, with Tony Nese hitting the running niece on Buddy Murphy and leaving him lie, laying laid out. Uh, it's probably a sign that Murphy's retaining at WrestleMania, and I am fine with that. 
Our main event is Akira Tozawa versus Mike Kanellis, who is still trying to get some wins going, get get some momentum building, you know, trying to, to shake off those cobwebs. Maria Kanellis is obviously out with Mike Kanellis, and Brian Kendrick is out with uh, Akira Tozawa. So they each have their own uh, pretty person in the uh, in their corner. I mean, Brian Kendrick, still a good-looking guy. He's always been a very good-looking guy, right? Spanky? There's some uh, ground game to start here between both guys, and there's a bit of a stalemate uh, until um, Mike Kanellis grinds a side headlock on Tazawa. Tazawa busts out, though, runs the ropes, uh, and uh, leaps all over Kanellis, tries to lock him into an octopus. Um uh, that doesn't last very long. He stomps on Kanellis. Uh, he hits a drop kick. Tozawa then runs the ropes, and um, uh, he, actually, Mike Kanellis uh, on the drop kick falls to the outside. Tozawa runs the ropes for a dive, but Kanellis r- runs right back in and uh, and goes for a kick, which is caught by Tozawa. And Kanellis then eats a lariat for his trouble. Tozawa starts stomping on him some more. Tozawa is on the outside of the ring. He eats a chop by Kanellis and a straight right hand to the face. We go back into the ring. Kanellis covers Tozawa, but only gets one. Kanellis works over Tozawa some more. Uh, hits a suplex, a vertical suplex. Follows immediately up with another one and hits a third. Covers Tozawa. This time gets dos. Kalisto then runs the ropes. Tozawa goes for a head scissors, but Canellis drops him with a nasty power bomb. Like it wasn't exactly perfectly executed here. Canellis kind of landed, he kind of landed on Tozawa's ass. It didn't look comfortable. Covered him, but only got two. Tozawa then fights back, tries to lift Canellis uh, into a fireman's carry, but Canellis wriggles out of it. Uh, he then hits a. Um, a head scissors on Canellis, uh, driving him face first on the second turnbuckle. Or was it the third? It doesn't matter. Missile drop kick follows from uh, Tozawa, who covers Canellis again for two. Canellis uh, hits a body drop, a back body drop on uh, Tozawa, who lands on his feet. He lifts Canellis into a, a fireman, uh, into a fireman carry finally, and face slams him. Basement kick to the face follows, covers Canellis, only gets two. Tazawa charges Canellis, running the ropes, and Canellis can, uh, reverses with a big spine buster, covers Tazawa for 2.9. Canellis and Tazawa avoid some more strikes until Tazawa gets stuck in an octopus. Until Canellis gets stuck in an octopus, I mean. But uh, Canellis lifts Tazawa up walks across the ring and basically kamikazes himself over the top rope. He Both he and Tozawa just tumble over the top rope to the floor. That's a good way to get out of any move. Um, We're going to head a little... Uh, we're going to... Uh, oh, Canellis on the outside hits a nice draping backbreaker, a neckbreaker, excuse me, over the barricade on Tozawa. That was really, really nice. Um, and then, uh, um, Brian Kendrick was sort of around checking on his friend. Canellis just like decks him right in the face. Uh, we get back into the ring. Some more top rope shenanigans ensue and it ends up with a top rope hurricane run by, uh, Tazawa who covers Canellis for 2.9. They lay chops in, uh, on each other until Tazawa does the, uh, fake out straight jab routine. He runs the ropes, eats a boot. Canellis then runs the ropes and he eats a boot, a super kick, a spinning roundhouse kick, and both guys are down. We head into the ending sequence here where Tozawa hits a German suplex on Mike Canellis. He goes up top. Uh, he gets thrown off the top row by Canellis. Canellis uh, uh, rushes him, but he eats a big kick to the face. And then uh, Tozawa goes for a sunset flip on Canellis who reverses it into a pinning combination of his own. He reaches out to grab Maria Canellis' hands for extra leverage, but 
something happens, the ref gets distracted, or at least maybe he was supposed to be distracted by Kendrick. Brian Kendrick was doing something off camera. There's something we didn't quite see happen. But the referee saw that um, uh, that Maria Canellis was holding uh, Mike Canellis's hands, which allowed Tazawa to uh, take advantage of the situation, reverse the pin, get the win, and leave. Of course, that's what you do when you think. But he won. Akira Tazawa won the match, stole one from uh, out of um, out of your boy uh, Mike Canellis here. I'm not sure what the storyline is, and I'm not sure exactly where where they're going with the Mike Canellis thing. I'm not quite sure. Maybe a few weeks ago, I would have said, "Oh, he's he's gone, he's leaving," but I don't think he's leaving anymore. I, I think he's still sticking around. Um. So, uh, so that was fun. Uh, th- this was, a, you know, it was a it was a fine show of two hundred five live. Not my favorite. Uh, this last match here was very hard hitting. Tazawa and Canellis had a very physical match. I liked it. And the uh, the show ended with a package hyping up Nice versus Murphy at uh, WrestleMania this weekend. And if you if you want to know what my prediction is for uh, for the match, well, I, I sort of spoiled it a little earlier. Pretty sure Buddy Murphy is going to retain. I think it's going to be a great match. I Since last year, I've been hyping up Tony Nice. Nice is a fantastic wrestler. He's had nothing but great matches last year. It's going to go on. I'm pretty sure we're going to get blown away. We're going to discover a side of Tony Nice that we haven't seen yet. Buddy Murphy's going to pull the best out of him, but Murphy's retaining. He's the final boss of 205 Live, and I don't see who can beat him just yet. Got to be honest, it is not going to be our boy Anthony Nice. Next, let's move on to NXT. Short episode overall tonight. Wasn't much going on. A lot of hype. Uh, it's okay. Not complaining. Yet. <laughs> Match started off with the War Raiders who come out to fight a couple of uh, jabrones. And the, um, the, the, uh, the enhancement talent get a... A very sympathetic "Let's Go Jobbers" chant from uh, Full Sail. You gotta love that. Um, I mean, there's not much to the match here. Just uh, a lot of power moves by um, uh, by the War Raiders, uh, and uh, they do the uh, pop up power slam, which looked particularly fierce. Good job, Jabronis, making them making that offense look ridiculously good. They get the pin here grab a mic, and they say that they're sending a message to Aleister Black and Ricochet. And they basically say, send out the other team. Ah, now this is interesting. A double squash match. But I mean, it's not as not as much a squash match as the first match. And I don't know, Chad, I don't know if you guys, uh, I, I don't know if anyone in the chat noticed. I didn't pick up on it. If there was, uh, if, if, if the the first set of enhancement talent had names, like I I don't even think Mauro referenced to either of their names, and usually Mauro Ronaldo is pretty good with that. I don't I I don't know who these guys were, so I was like, okay, quick squish squash, that's it, we're gone. But the next team that came out were Cesar Benoni and uh, Adrian Jaoud Jaoud. Um, which are, well, they're, they're development, they're in developmental. We know who they are. Not they maybe not the most successful track records as far as win loss ratio goes, but I mean, these are not, uh, these are not your run of the mill vanilla jobbers here. Um, they hit the ring and, uh, uh, uh Bononi starts off with Hansen. Uh, he, uh, he actually hits the the big guy and he completely no sells his offense uh hansen does his uh cartwheel and takes bononi down yaud runs in with the clothesline himself uh well he gets clothesline down uh and this again not much here more power moves ends with the uh, double team leg drop and that's that that's your war raiders uh match 
forgot to mention that the War Raiders did come out with their main roster ready Titantron. Have you did you take the time to look at their at their their Titantron entrance? Woo! There's a lot of production value that went into that. They they did not leave they they did not leave the interns do that one. Oh no, sorry. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, so that's basically your setup for, uh, for their takeover match, um, for their takeover match. Just as simple as that. Next, we get a, uh, P- a package hyping up the, uh, Pete Dunn and Valter match at takeover. But more interesting than that, a little more interesting than that. Because, I mean, I don't want to take anything away. Pete Dunn versus Walter is one of the matches I am most looking forward to over over the weekend. Um, but uh, still, nonetheless, Candice LeRae. Candice LeRae gets a promo. She gets, she gets mic time. She actually gets some mic time. Now, do you think... Th- there's two answers, folks, that you... The, a or B. There's two answers to the question that I can that I will uh, ask you right now. During this promo, will she talk about her husband Johnny Gargano? Yes or no? Well, of course, the answer is yes. She's going to talk about it because it's all he can do with her. You know, she gets basically she's coming into full sale. Hey, Candace, you know, your husband, he's got a big match coming up. What do you think about it? And I'm just a little proud of him, which, which she probably is. I mean, I'm sure she's very supportive of what he does. I mean, it's important to have someone close to you in your life who supports your wacky decisions, you know, whether it is to become a professional wrestler or eat five chocolate sundaes in a row. You just want someone to tap you on the back, pat you on the back and say, hey, good job. Good job. You know, maybe you you, may, you could have stopped at four Sundays, but you decided to go for five. I salute that. Good job. <laughs> so basically, uh, what happens here in reality is that you have in the background, Vanessa Bourne and Aaliyah, who are sauntering around maybe looking to i think they're just looking for no to do nothing good they're 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 just up to no good they're just uh they're just screwing around in the back there looking for an opportunity to create some mischief (laughs) and they see the opportunity with candace they walk up to her and they 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 just say some nonsense but it ends up with candace Lorray challenging Aaliyah to a match later on we will find out during the course of the evening that um, we will find out that uh, Aaliyah and Candice LeRae are going to have a match, well, a dark match, a takeover, but will which will air in a couple of weeks or next week, uh, which is exciting. Is this finally is this finally the start of the push for Candice LeRae, the one that we've I've we've let's say we. I like to feel. I like to feel like uh, I'm not alone in this. Is this the push that we've been waiting for for Candace? Are we finally going to get it instead of a two uh, a, a some kind of weird mid card feud with Lacey Evans? Hope so. And fingers crossed. Hopefully, the leave the doting wife stuff aside. That's just me. Just like. Sports Things Show said in the chat, Candace Wrestling is coming, but we can call her Candace LeRae. That'll be fine as well. But I'm just glad, I'm just glad that, uh, if, that if this is the plan that they're going to start pushing the girl. Can't wait to see her tear it up. Next match of the evening, we have Oni Lorcan. What? We just, I just talked about him on 205 Live versus Jackson Riker. Ugh. That's not fair. That's not fair. He's, uh, ah, that was a bit of an editorial. I'm not a big fan of the Forgotten Sons. As anyone who watches my usual 205 Live NXT, NXT UK recap show on Fightful Select 
No. Z. Um, so basically here, uh, the match starts and, uh, Riker no sells some of, uh, Lorcan's chops. He, uh, no sells a shoulder block and he drives Lorcan to the mat. Uh, he does a hanging top rope slam. Lorcan falls to the floor. Birch goes right after him, uh, over both. Um, he, uh, actually when Lorcan is on the outside, Birch like zooms right in to protect his pal and he's jaw jacking at, um, West, uh, Blake and Cutler were on the outside, the two other sons that have been forgotten. Uh, and uh, he just, uh, he's like, come on, you want to do something about it? You know, making sure that they don't mess with uh, with Oni. That's what a good team does. God, I'm going to miss these guys together. I really am. Big series of huge forearms to Lorcan's back when he gets back, back into the ring by Jackson Riker. Top rope shenanigans then occur. That end with Lorcan diving off, but Riker avoids the dive and Lorcan face plants. He gets him back up. Uh, he being um, Riker gets Lorcan back up and hits a messy gut buster over his knee, covers Lorcan for two. Uh, he whips Lorcan into the ropes, knees him right in the stomach, picks him up, and puts him in a bear hug. A bear hug. Now, now, if you're new to Mr. Warren Hayes and his 205 Live NXT NXT UK recap shows available on FightfulSelect.com, subscribe today, $5 a month, and you know that I am not a fan of bear hugs. I think there was a, there was a time in wrestling history where the bear hug had its place. But these days... I don't think it does. I think it's a silly move. <laughs> it's unconvincing. So, of course, a silly move should be used by a silly wrestler like Jackson Riker. <laughs> oh, I was I just was not surprised when he pulled that out. But Lorcan eventually fights out of it, fights back with some chops, running your appearance uppercut on Riker. And another driving Riker into the corner. Uh, Oni crashes into, into him uh, a couple of times in the corner, but Riker rushes out one last time and hits his sit-out spine buster. That looks good. I like the sit-out spine buster. That's a, that's a primo move. But as for the rest, I don't know. Good on, Lord, on Oni to try uh, to have gotten as much as he could out of Jackson Riker, who got the win. Godspeed to you, Oni, on 205 Live. I hope uh, hope you find your footing there. But I, um, anyway. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. I, I've said it enough. I'm going to miss Lorcan and Birch. Just going to say it one more time. Next, we get an Adam Cole and Johnny Gargano hype package for the NXT Championship match at TakeOver this Friday. We get the same type of package with um, Velveteen Dream and Matt Riddle. You know, when you think about it, Matt Riddle and Velveteen Dream could actually be friends. Like, to, they have the same vibe. Like, they would actually... I don't know what their beef is, really, because they're... They're two very similar types of characters. Very chill, very, uh, you know, laid back. They have the one-liners, the quips, 
ready, very charismatic. I don't know, man. I would just say, guy, you know, send them uh, send them both to TGI Fridays. Just have them, uh, you know, have them sit around and work out their differences over a, uh, I don't know, a seafood special. I have no idea what they serve at TGI Fridays. I've never been to a TGI Fridays. I've just threw out that reference there to because I feel like everyone at least knows remotely what it is, but I couldn't tell you what they serve there. Maybe they have dinner rolls. Well, they probably do have dinner rolls. Do they have like a salad bar? I, it doesn't matter. <laughs> and then there's a recap of the uh, Dominic Dijakovic, uh, Keith Lee stuff, uh, which had been planned. We were supposed to see this match. Keith Lee basically saying, well, you know, shit happens. Not going to happen. We were bumped off the card, but it's going to happen in two weeks. I'm still okay with that. This is, I'm looking for, I'm going to be frank on also Warren, but honest with you as well. Um, it, it was, a, it, it was a little strange because um, I really thought that they were going to build Keith Lee and Dijakovic for uh for takeover because uh it's pdo pwg all over again right it's ebola what 2017 right wasn't it 2017 and that was uh crazy uh, amazing and i really thought they were going to build that for 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 takeover i mean i i'm not complaining i like i'm i love the takeover card don't get me wrong Next week we're getting this, uh, we're getting a uh, takeover dark match between the Street Profits and Fabian Aikner and Marcel Bartel, both the two teams who both should have advanced in the Dusty Classic. Have I told you guys yet how weird the booking was of the Dusty Classic this year? How I thought it was strange because it was the Forgotten Sons going to the finals. Come on. You've got teams which are much more over than that, such as the Street Profits. And then we lead into our main event of the evening, which was headlined by Kyrie Sane versus Bianca Belair. <clears throat> oh, by the way, Chad is clarifying to me that a TGI Fridays is basically like an Applebee's. And for the record, I've never been to an Applebee's either. There's, uh, in my part, in my part of the Great White North, there are no Applebee's, no TGIFs, no uh, Chipotle's, or I just, to me, they're the stuff of legend. I just hear people talk about it, and I've never seen any. So, for all I know, Bigfoot eats there. So, Kyrie Sane versus Bianca Belair. Belair starts off uh, locking in a. A full Nelson. I go out, John. There's just none around here. I could name you restaurants that you. Oh, never mind. <laughs> Kyrie, Kyrie fires out of the full Nelson, but Belair shoulder blocks her down to the mat. Uh, Kyrie fights back with a huge forearm on Belair. Uh, Belair then uh, she goes up top, um, but uh, Belair avoids her instead. Belair eats an interceptor spear. A basement dropkick that sends her down and against the ropes. And a sliding D follows. Then Belair is on the floor. That was a great sequence from Kyrie Sin, but it didn't even end there. She hits a flying kabuki elbow off the apron onto Belair. I mean, this is why you love Kyrie Sane. The pace that she can that, that she can work at, the things that she can string together. Why isn't this woman on main roster yet? Well, it's coming up. She's almost there. I think um, back in the ring, Kyrie goes for the anchor, but uh, Belair is able to escape it. She hits a big power slam on Sane, covers her for two, stomps her on the corner, hits a forearm, covers her again for two. And then Belair gets uh, Kyrie all tied up in that nice abdominal stretch. I really liked it. Pendulum backbreaker by Belair follows, covers Kyrie, but only gets two again. She hits a snap suplex, does a kip up, and covers um, and covers Kyrie with just one foot, going ahoy! Oh, 
That was a very arrogant cover. Of course, Kyrie kicks out. But she only kicked out. She kicked out at two. Kyrie, come on. Come on now. Um, Kyrie then hits a drop toe hold on uh, on Belair, and then she locks her up into an octopus stretch. Octopus stretch, but Kyrie releases the grip, goes up top. She hits a cross, she jumps off with a cross body, which is caught by Bianca, who who just tosses her over in a fallaway slam. She goes for a splash, but Sane lifts her knees. She kicks Bianca to the outside of the ring. Bianca, uh, Bianca then goes for a suplex and it's reversed into a brain buster by Sane. And Sane goes in with some chops. A dragon screw leg whip follows. Axe kick to the back of Bianca. A couple of snapmares follow. Kianga and Kyrie then decides to walk the plank. It's another sliding D. It's another flying elbow on Belair from the top. Covers her but only gets two. A little later on, we get some top rope shenanigans with uh, Belair and Insane. Um, that ends with what commentary called a seated superplex by Belair. She sort of gets tied up like in a tree of woe as she's tossing her over. Was it intentional? Was it not? Look, it looked cool. Belair gets, um, so she hits the seated superplex, then jumps right, uh, right off and hits a standing moonsault on Kyrie. Covers her, but only gets two. Kyrie um, tries to uh, tries to apply a triangle on Belair, but she gets deadlifted for her troubles. Gets slammed down, and then arrives your queen and mine, spades or not, Shayna Baszler, along with the horsewomen. Uh, and, um, and, uh, they all, they attack both women here it, and, uh, uh, yeah, they attack both Kyrie and, uh, Belair and in comes for the rescue, Io Shirai. She fights back the horsewomen on her own, uh, Belair and Sane go at it. Uh, and then here's something surprising. The entire locker room runs out and they all seem to gang up on on Shayna Baszler here but meanwhile while all this is happening Belair Gorilla presses Lacey Lane and tosses her onto everyone on the outside of the ring Io then gets into the ring Io Shirai gets in the ring she knocks Belair out goes up top on the top uh, turnbuckle and moonsaults to the outside onto everyone and Io is last woman standing here. I don't think her chances. I think that seals her fate. I don't think her chances are very good at this point. But Io does grab the title. She celebrates in the ring. That's what this was uh, until the schmas. This was a fun match. I I found found <laughs> Kyrie saying. And Bianca had great chemistry. I thought they worked really, really well off of each other. It was a fun match. You should take the time to check it out. As we're going to talk about in NXT UK, I found that the women shown, were everything was great with the women. Um, but, I mean, it was definitely, definitely a go-home show. There's nothing more we can say about that. Want to talk about predictions? Ah, we'll talk about predictions at the end. Just a quick overview of predictions because I will be doing my own prediction show tomorrow on my own YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Mr. Warren Hayes, and I'll be joined by Omega Luke of the Omega Luke podcast, and we'll be doing our takeover predictions if you want to check that out. 4 p.m. Eastern. Be, uh, it'd be nice if you drop by. But in the meantime, before we stay, before I get sidetracked thinking about tomorrow, I'm going to talk about NXT UK. Going to start with Kenny Williams and Amir Jordan versus Marcel Bartel and Fabian Aikner, the European Union. You know, maybe all this, you know, they, they, they kind of created the European Union. When I say they, I mean WWE, you know, Aikner being Italian and Bartel being German. All in this, you know, to fuel this... Uh, 
taking a page out of current headlines in the UK, you know, with Brexit and all that, but Brexit's not happening. I don't know what's going on. Like I'm, you know, I'm following it by, uh, you know, uh, just tidbits, but it's not happening. You know, they, for all intents and purposes, you know, it looks like the UK is going to stay in the European Union. So there's no real feud to be had here. Anyway, as far as feuds go, we have one going in, going on in the ring right now. Bartel and Jordan start off, uh, and uh, quickly Bartel starts working uh, Jordan's limbs. Um, Jordan powers out with a uh, pair of drop kicks. He uh, showboats after hitting, hitting those drop kicks, and he gets a double chop to the throat by Bartel for his trouble, and I guffawed. Aigner comes in with some super stiff chops. Williams uh, then comes in, uh, tries to go for some head scissors. Aigner blocks the head scissors attempt. Uh, Williams tries to reverse. It doesn't work, so Williams then attempts to run the ropes again, and then the head scissors on Aigner works, and he falls out of the ring. Williams then uh, runs the ropes, uh, but Bartel steps out, uh, steps right into the middle of the, of the ring to interrupt his momentum, and he sort of goes, puts his hand behind his back like he, he typically does, and he points out his hand. And says, no, 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 you're not going, you're not going to dive here. And then Amir Jordan comes in, and they start arguing with Bartel. But oh, what a couple of ring technicians! Mar- Bartel and uh, Aikner are because while they're arguing, while the baby faces are arguing with Bartel, Aikner sneaks in from behind and uh, clotheslines both Williams and Jordan to the mat face first from behind. Aikner then beats Jordan down some more, and Jordan is your baby face in peril for the remainder of this match. Bartel uh, comes in, does the same, cutting him down. They tie up Jordan and do a do their nice um their their nice combo combination uh, they tie him up uh, in the uh, within the ropes not exactly a tree of tree of woe but uh, then bartel runs and hits a sliding drop kick um onto jordan and at the me- at the exact same time synchronized uh Aigner runs on the outside of the ring and he hits a drop kick so they both simultaneously arrive with that move they got to give it a name they have to give some kind of name because I can't spend my time explaining that move every week. Damn it. Um, a sliding elbow was avoided by Jordan, who eventually does get the uh, tag to, uh, to Williams, who hits a springboard back elbow on Bartell, a jumping elbow, uh, and he uh, also bulldogs Bartell face first on the turnbuckles. Uh, he fights Aikner off as well, hits a DDT on Bartell, covers him for two. Williams then hits a springboard back elbow on Aikner, still keeping him away from uh, from the match. Wrecking ball drop kick on Aikner connects, but Bartell hits a drop kick to Williams back, who falls out uh, of the ring. Jordan though flies off the post. Uh, to the floor, Aigner catches it in a uh, body drop, uh, not a cross body, excuse me, a cross body, not a body drop, but a cross body. But Aigner catches him. God damn, Fabian Aigner's a strong dude. And he ca- and to think, to think, Fabian Aigner was in the Cruiserweight Classic, guys and gals. Aigner catches him and takes out Jordan then. Spinebuster by Aigner follows with a football kick by Bartel, square in the face. Um, they uh, do a double team where Bartell tosses Williams off the turnbuckle into a suplex, and but Williams rolls Aikner up, and Bartell thought the thing the thing was one, so he couldn't come in to break up the pin fast enough, and Williams and Jordan sneak a win off the European Union. I was a little surprised, but then then again, we'll understand a little later on why they're doing this. Rodzi backstage. Rodzi. I love him. Rodzi is backstage and he interviews Rhea Ripley about Piper Niven and they're chatting about dominant females. And I said this last week and I'm going to say it again. Sign me up for Piper Niven versus Rhea Ripley. You know what? Just let them fight the whole year. Let's have a 12-month-long feud 
Let's lead us into WrestleMania next year with that. Ah! I am going to be crazy. Crazy, crazy. Um, next we have, oh, and next, next, NXT UK general manager Johnny Saint is there, along with Sid Scala. Now, again, if you are watching this for the first time, taking advantage of the free preview of FightfulSelect.com, uh, subscribe today, $5 a month. If you are taking advantage of this today and you uh, this is the first time you watch me do my 205 Live NXT NXT UK combo, you will know, you do not know, I should say, since it's the first time you're watching, you do not know that I have been counting the number of words that general manager Johnny Saint has been pronouncing since the beginning of the year. Because I quickly realized last year that he he would cut promos, they'd be terrible, and then they gave him Sid Scala basically to be his mouthpiece. So the general manager basically has a manager, if we're talking wrestling terms, who speaks for him. So right up until this moment here, since January 1st, 2019, the general manager of NXT UK has spoken a total of 45 words. So now he's being interviewed. And I want, I'm going to need your help here, Chad, if you want to jump in here. The interview, the interview, uh, uh, the interview, Johnny Saint and Sid Scala about the um, the takeover, the takeover match for the uh, UK Championship, and Johnny Johnny Saint says, "This is a huge opportunity for NXT UK," and then he passes the 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 the, the microphone to Sid, who basically handles the rest of the promo. Now, this is a huge opportunity for NXT. UK. Now, is that chat? Chime in here. Let me know. Is that seven words? NXT UK or eight words? Let's have a let's let's decide on this. Let's 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 put it to a vote. <laughs> um uh, there we go. Okay, so yeah, let's so let's see here. Um uh, so so basically. You know, talking about the uh, the takeover match, Jordan Devlin interrupts. Though he arrives out of nowhere, the Irish Ace, my boy, and he says he wants to know why Walter arrives, jumps the queue over him being the uh, you know the MVP of, uh, of 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 NXT UK, and you know what, he's right. He says I pushed Pete Dunne to his limit, and he did one of the criminally overlooked best matches of 2018. If you have not taken the time yet out of your lives, people, to go take a look at, to see Jordan Devlin versus Pete Dunne from NXT UK, think, I want to say it was in October, might be November, early November, uh, you are missing out on a treat of a match. Um, so, uh, so basically he says, I'll be, he'll be watching that match attentively. I can't wait or whatever. Either look, it's either we get Pete Dunn versus, um, uh, Jordan Devlin two, which is fine by me, or we get Walter versus, uh, Jordan Devlin, which is going to be awesome as well. So, um, so chat basically, I think, is angling for eight, eight words. So basically, that means uh, that means 53 words. Johnny Saint has now spoken a complete total of 53 words since the beginning of 2019. Good on him. Next, we had Isla Dawn versus Kaylee Ray. This was a good match. This was fun. Ray comes to the ring full of swagger. Uh, I she had a great, <laughs> I loved her attitude, and uh, she starts working on Isla Dawn's left arm, like straight out of the gate. Uh, Isla tries to reverse. There's a couple of pin reversals that happen, but Ray keeps working the left arm some more, tying it around the ropes. She starts. Uh, uh, she grounds her on the on the mat, uh, twisting it around. Her game plan is 
uh, spot on. She wants to work the arm. That's what happens. Um, she wrist locks both arms down on the mat for a cover, but Don to kick out of the, she not only kicks out of the cover, she kips up. That was cool. It looked really, really good. Ray lands a huge forearm on Don, drags her over the apron, but Don uh, Don counters with a strike of her own. Isla Don tosses her into the ring, but Ray immediately dives right back out onto Don. I like that. You don't see that kind of uh, that kind of offense really often. Um, she hits a short arm belly to belly back. Uh, Isla Don hits a short arm belly to back suplex, covers Ray for two. Uh, but it comes to an end with a super kick by Kay- Kaylee Ray and the widow's peak for the win. That was a great match. It, this was a lot of, it was a short match, but the pace was great. Everything looked credible, nice submissions, hard hitting, and quite possibly Isla Dawn's best match since, uh, since coming up to uh, NXT UK to date. So good. It's a win all around. It's a win all around. It was a good match. Next, we have Tony Storm and Ginny going at it. Ginny is allegedly out with an injury, by the way. Her status for the WrestleMania tapings uh, at Access this weekend is currently up in the air. We're not quite sure what's going to happen there. She's supposed it's at these tapings that she's supposed to um, that she's supposed to uh, that that are supposed to be aired in a couple of weeks to get Tony Storm versus Ginny for the NXT uh, UK Women's Championship. Well, we'll see what happens. Everything's supposed to be taped this weekend. We shall see. It'd be a crying shame because we would be blessed to get some more Ginny and Tony Storm fighting each other. We have the grizzly young veterans dressed in their best, in their Sunday best, come to the ring. Uh, basically, just to put over the fact that they are, uh, that they don't think that Kenny Williams and Amir Jordan are worthy to um, to get a, tie, uh, a tag team title match just because they got lucky on a couple of matches. Because let's not forget in their, in a promo last week, Amir Jordan had Kenny Williams promise that if they won, they would, they won their match against Bartel and Aikner that they would go petition Johnny Saint for, uh, for a title shot. And we'll see what happens here. But Gibson doesn't think he's, uh, the, doesn't think they're, uh, they're worthy. Zach Gibson, hell of a micro worker. You know, I, I I sort of took a minute to appreciate it this evening. Man, that guy, that guy can go. And what heat, what heat. Next week, we're also getting Travis Banks versus Cassius Ono. That should be fun. And our main event is Joe Coffey versus Trent Seven. The match starts off with a show of strength from uh, Joe Coffey, who no sells. One of Trent Seven's chops, he blocks another. Uh, Seven uh, gets some more chops in and hits the fake out DDT. Covers Coffee, but only gets two. Leg drop follows, covers, but only gets two once again. He goes for the figure four, but Coffee fights out and rolls to the outside. Smart. Seven tries uh, to go for the uh, dragon suplex on the outside, on the floor, but he gets rammed into the barricade by Coffee instead, who beats him up some more on the outside. He wraps seven around the post, bends him backwards. Very convincing stuff. That looked it looked nasty. Joe remains in control when they're back in the ring and gets him into a bear hug. A bear hug. This is two bear hugs that I had to sit through in one evening. Guys, I love doing these recaps for you, but holy smokes. It's testing my patience. Coffee then hits a belly-to-belly overhead suplex, uh, takes Seven down with a gut wrench, beats him down some more, uh, and hits a, a few knees to a fallen Seven as well. Um, Trent Seven starts uh, fighting back, uh, hits a back body drop, some chops, a dragon suplex, uh, gets a cover on Joe Coffee, but only gets two. He clotheslines Coffee to the out, clotheslines Coffee to the outside, and he runs and dives onto Joe. Seven goes up top. Spinning senton is missed. I'm not quite sure what that was exactly. I'm calling it a spinning senton, but it's probably named something else. A big lariat by Joe uh, ensues. Covers seven, but only gets two. Um, 
let's see here. We're going to move on a little to We're going to move on to the end here. Um, Joe Coffey goes for a, a springboard flying axe handle that misses seven, but uh, Trent Seven hits the seven star lariat and connects, uh, connects hard, covers Joe Coffey for 2.9. Seven can't lift Coffee because he's been working his back for the entire for the entire uh, proceedings here. So instead, he hits a power bomb. Joe hits a power bomb on seven, covers him, gets to and reverses into a single pr- single crab. And here, Trent Seven tries to reach the ropes, but Coffee drags him back into the middle of the ring and cinches in a full Boston crab. Trent Seven tries to reach the ropes again, but Coffee drag drags him back. I'm pulling out my best accents here. Drags him back to the middle of the ring again, and. That's that. Trend Trend Seven can't handle it anymore. He taps Joe Coffee back to his winning ways. That was a that was a fun, hard hitting match as well. You know, this episode of NXT UK from top to bottom was really good. And if there was ever one episode that you that you said this would be a good jumping on, you know, I'd like to get into the brand. What's a good jumping on spot? This one right here. It was a lot of fun. It was a good. It was a good time had by all. Quick predictions for NXT UK, uh, not NXT UK, but NXT Takeover this this uh, this weekend. Um, uh, Matt Riddle versus uh, Velveteen Dream. I think they are going to put the title on Matt Riddle because I am of the uh, I'm part of the conspiracy theory that thinks that Velveteen Dream is moving on to main roster. I'm pretty sure of that. Um, Alistair Black and Ricochet versus the War Raiders. Um, you know, with all the attention that Ricochet and Alistair Black are getting on main right now, I don't see them winning the titles and sticking around NXT much longer either. I think a nice dominant win by a real tag team makes absolute sense. And this should be a really, really fun match as well. Um, fatal four way for the NXT women's title. Uh, Shayna Baszler, Kyrie Sane, Io Shirai, and Bianca Belair. This one is really hard to call. It is really, really hard to call. And I, w- I probably would have moved a little closer to Io had she not been the last woman standing tonight. Guys, I kind of think B. I kind of think Shayna Baszler is going to retain. I kind of think she's going to retain, but I'm still. I'm not 100% convinced either, um, but I kind of think that's what's going to happen. And then, um, and then the we have the NXT UK Championship being defended by Pete Dunne and Valter. I think Valter is going to win because he is the most credible opposition that Pete Dunne has had to date. Pete has had an extraordinary record-breaking run, and there is no reason why he can't win it back at an NXT UK takeover in a couple of months. So I think Valter is walking out of New York with the title in a badass, brutal match where Pete Dunne's chest is going to be reduced to mincemeat. And finally... Johnny Gargano versus Adam Cole to crown a new NXT champion. First of all, I am really glad that Adam Cole is finally in this kind of position in that kind of match. But, geez, Louise. <laughs> I said, geez, Louise. <clears throat> you have to give it to Gargano. You do. You just do. You know, with Ch- with Champa being out with an injury, I don't think you call him up just yet. I don't. You still need if if you're if if the NXT brass is moving up Alistair and um, is moving up Alistair and Ricochet to to Maine. I don't know if you do that just yet with Johnny Gargano, but hey, we could all be surprised. I don't know what's going to happen, but I really think that this is a crowning moment for Johnny Gargano. So guys, we're going to wrap this one up here. We're going to put an end to this. 
Uh, and again, just in case you in case you want to hear my more detailed thoughts on this podcast on this uh, on my predictions. By the way, just before we do end up, I'm doing a prediction show tomorrow on my YouTube channel, YouTube.com/slash Mr. Warren Hayes. But you know what? If you did enjoy what you just saw right here, well, this is just a smidge of what you get when you become a Fightful Select member. Just go check it out, FightfulSelect.com. Starts at $5 a month and you get a whole bunch of content. Check out those tiers. There's physical rewards. There's all sorts of great stuff. It's not just me. I'm just a, I'm just, I'm just a humble, a, a humble host <laughs> that, that accompanies you through a, a few enticing moments where we talk about how cool some, how cool wrestling can be. So uh, so check it out and feel free to support Fightful. That is the best way to do it. And we appreciate we appreciate all of our members and future members. We already appreciate you. Well, thank you all very much for uh, for joining, uh, joining me this evening, for joining us in the chat. It was a lot of fun. And we'll see you next time. Here in America, work is in trouble. We've offshored our manufacturing, sent away good jobs, and lost so much ability to make things. American Giant is a company that's pushing back against this tide. They make high-quality clothing, sweatshirts, jeans, dresses, jackets, and so much more right here in the USA. Visit American-Giant.com and get 20% off your first order when you use code STAPLE20 at checkout. That's 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com. Promo code STAPLE20. This is the story of The One. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes. Ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.